Today's episode is sponsored by our very good friends over at Neural DSP. If you're completely unfamiliar with who Neural DSP are, they make guitar and bass plugins that cover a wide range of tones and styles. Anything from the crisp cleans of a Tone King Imperial to the rich silky leads of a Soldano SLO. They also have the Archetype series, which is essentially signature amps put together by some of your favourite artists. So whether that's Tim Henson of Polyphia, Polini, or our very good friend, Rabir Massad. So if you like the sound of all that, you can get a 14-day free trial over at neuraldsp.com. And even better than that, as if it could be better, 30% off if you want to buy them uh, using the code MUSICISEVERYTHING. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Music Is Everything podcast with me, Matt Hornby, and my compadre from another madre, <laughs> Andrew Groves. <laughs> Hello. Andrew. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of made it up on the, up, up on the fly. Did it. Uh, Andrew, what are you excited about? And are you well? I am well. I am. I am well. I am feeling... Wow. I, f- I forgot this, the last one, but to complete the story, more or less, I am finally feeling well um, nice. on all fronts. Putting the well in wellness. A well in wellness. Uh, yeah, I've got things are okay. I'm in good health and, I'm, and I am appreciating it. And something that my, much like last week's, um, episode of Tyler, the creator, killing his previous characters, my 14-year-old self would pummel me into the ground for if he was to find out that me... I mean, to be honest, even my 30-year-old self would be livid. I'm going to say something I thought I'd never say, but I am honestly... I've really enjoyed. And... I will caveat it afterwards as to why I'm not a hypocrite. But having to, having a child and having to get up very early every day. Um, I'm not an early person. I've never been an early person. I'm famously a late person. And my life has kind of been built around me being able to stay up for a very long time with a lot of energy, whether that's driving, playing, doing just studio, doing an all-nighter, all-nighters. I could easily do a couple of days. No, you've not done more than one. More than one, not a problem. Okay, that's that's quite an achievement. That's that's that was that's that was my skill set. <clears throat> but yeah, now I, I asked people actually before. I had, we had a kid. I was like, how are you a nine to five person? Because honestly, I don't know how I'm not, my, I don't really wake up till about three and I struggle with it still. It's been a long couple of years now of really having to learn to want to go to bed at like 8 PM. But falling into a routine and now he's finally he's in he's in clean garden he's loving it we're getting our, our day back 
it means that on the weekends we have to we but we, we just follow the same he doesn't care so he just it's, every day is the same for him so he gets up same time we get up the same time and then you know when you're if you've ever been up early let's say you've stayed up all night and you happen to you know people like have you ever got on a train when you're coming back from someplace and people are going <laughs> to work that's always a yeah. pretty good and that's like, always Whoa. a good time and you're like oh. and then you're thinking well it's really late <laughs> <laughs> and then but you can tell that everyone knows because yeah. you They're look like you. hell yeah. and they look really fresh faced and uh, clean yeah. and you you're you're just like sticky yeah or even i would even get it at the studio people coming like in yesterday. some people were like early early morningers and i would be there still and they'd be like, oh, you're still here? And I'd be like, yeah. I'd be at the coffee machine or whatever, like, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just going, getting through it or whatever. And, you know, there's a romance to it. And, and I still I still will be forever a, uh, a, a late night person. It, it, it is, you know, I, I do, I mourn for that time because it's really productive and really I love just being, no one else is awake and I can just exercise my dreams um, Do you know what's annoying though? Is that is the feeling of loss for the next day? Sure, sure. You know, I get, I get that. But it's like, say you stay up very late and then you sleep all the next day. Mm. It just it feels sure like a loss. Sure, but sometimes I mean, I I have so I guess for a day for every, where you for wake up when there's a loss. You wake up and you check your watch and you're like, oh, I'm not. I feel like I didn't have food that long ago and you're like I'll just have a bowl of cereal and go back to bed yeah, it's a love it's a beautiful thing you know it's perfect it, sometimes even I'll have a real, do a really late one and then I'll be like I'm going to have a bowl of cereal now I'm going to get home I'm going to have a bowl of cereal then I'm going to go to bed then I'm going to wake up probably not hungry wow. and then that's, that's when like you get breakfast before bed yeah, yeah. And that's, you're just so ahead of the game forward planning <laughs> Well, I'm gonna celebrate Christmas now just to get it done. <laughs> I wish I could. I'm, I, we, it snowed here again. I mean, it's only been like a week or something since the last, but it snowed again, and I was like, "Oh, I missed the snow." And Sophie was like, "It was here a minute ago." I was like, "Yeah, but I just I'm ready for Christmas now." Um, yeah. so yeah, so what's happened is I've now found myself with time in the morning, kind of time in loo in the morning. And on the weekends, a child who is obviously ready, he's just like, "Let's go, let's do stuff." And so we've now got this big window of time where we obviously we don't have to work on the weekend. So we're like, what should we do? And the weather has gone from being like super cold um, and dry, really nice, lovely, sunny, crispy day, but like hit like minus 20 at one point and we can't really go out with him when it's that bad. Um, But it has turned into like, and I... Personally, I quite like I quite like a bit of drizzle, just a kind of overcast, drizzly day. Um, and so we've just been like, we'll just let's just go for a walk. Let's just—he's old enough now; he loves being outside. We're like, let's just go for a walk. And we're surrounded by walk, like we're right out of town now. So, all directions is a good walk to to be had. But you know, you've got to kind of balance the his mood as to how far. But now he loves being outside, loves the birds, loves the trees. They all look like Christmas trees. Loves mm. that. So we have just been like, there's this like dead spot. And we're like, let's just get out. And then we're like, oh, that's, 
when you see parents at like a hotel in the morning or something like that, we're like, that's what that is, is parents waiting for stuff to open at like 7am. Now we're, we're ready at that time. I've never been ready at that time in my, uh, even when I went to school, I was never ready at that time. Yeah, I relate. But we're just up and awake and dressed because we have to get him ready. So, and we've, you know, you have to do, now he's like, gets the pot out and he's like, dad, you're going to make this porridge or am I? You know, like, so I can't even just sort of gradually do breakfast, gradually. He's like, Matt, Matt. <laughs> he's ready. Uh, the food for, word for uh, food is matter here. And he's like, Man! And he'll get the pot out, start getting pulled stuff out of the thing. So he's like, I'm ready for that now. So we've just been going for walks, drizzly walks. You have to layer up, coat on, but just... I think it's the other half in me, the Irish side, that just a drizzly, negative kind of uh, uh, pressure, kind of feeling, bit of drizzle on your face, kind of, but just powering through. We just had the best, the best week of just getting out and going for a walk really, really early on, just in any direction, really, just anywhere, even just nice. down down the street or whatever. But yeah, dare I say, I've really loved, I've really enjoyed it. It's like, I'm ready for the day. And like getting a good, you know, kind of sea salt. This, I don't know, I feel like there's just something in my DNA that needs like some kind a of, of salt. Batter, a bit of a, like an early morning battering. Yeah. You know, wakes you up. Just in the cheeks, you know, just a bit <clears> stingy <throat> cheeks. But yeah, if anything... I mean, I'm sure it would be great if the weather was nice, but it's just been very sort of just a, a drizzle at the moment and with with a light shower. every And I've just, yeah, dare I say, I never thought I would be this way inclined, but I've I've really enjoyed just going, like for a proper walk, as in walking boots, the full mm-hmm. nine yards and just kind of... That's quite, know, that's quite long. Quite, and just... Nine yards. Well, exactly, and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, so yeah, I that yeah, it's just it's I've 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 really uh, I've really just it sounds dumb, but it's, like, it's amazing what you see when you're outside, when you're or even if you're just like oh, well, you know, we can go this way and it connects up to this thing. We've I've been purposely walking in directions that um has been a little bit vague. Oh, you, you yeah, you definitely discover a lot about the the detail yeah. around a place. Yeah. Um, I do, and I I share your sentiment, so mm. you don't apologise. Okay. I think it's it's a very good thing. I think everyone gets there eventually, yeah. um, because it seems to be a human need, which I kind of feel like, like if aliens were observing us, mm. <laughs> yeah. trying to work out what we're doing, they'd be like people just walking and running around in random sure. circles. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what are they doing? Mm-mm. Like what what? But I guess maybe we don't have the need for it, so we just do it for kicks now. Well, I mean, technically, if we were a slightly more, we must have originated in a slightly more nomadic lifestyle mm. and a bit more follow the bison to some degree <laughs> type thing or follow the, at least hunting, you know. So the kind of hunter-gatherer thing, you know, that's that's, and I think just getting your blood pumping oh, and that's, whatever. that's what I mean we don't we don't do that anymore so we don't no. need to we don't yeah. we don't exercise that muscle yeah yeah uh, just uh 
yeah, just 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 humble. But I just I just really now that it you know allows, I've really loved just. And I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh, it's so lucky here. As in, I've just, I mean, walking on the pavement. It's just been, yeah. I've just been there. I've just enjoyed just going out. Even just one time we just put him in the buggy and went for a loop around the block. And that was, that was also great, you know, like, but it was, yeah, yeah not being, uh, there's a particular avenue. If it was really sunny, I don't think I would enjoy it as much. It's a little bit of drizzle on oh. your face, a little bit of oppression, a little bit of wind pushback. Kind of the sound of a shell kind of jacket with a light bit of like crinkling, you know, a little bit of, little bit of kind of, uh, you know, when you get in the car, the car steams up. You need to have a little bit of <laughs> kind of a bit of a, a, a light, a light rain in your face. And you, get, and you get in the front door and go, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, and then you get, yeah, exactly. You get to come home and then you're like, roast dinner, anyone? You know, it's like that. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, it's why all good all good walks end at like a bistro of some kind. You know, that's... A bistro? Oh, it's roast dinner. Also cloak known in, known in the UK as a pub. Sure, well, yeah, but I, I wanted to specify as in with a hearty food, select, like I'm talking pies and, you know, mash got you, got you. and roast dinner maybe or something like that so um so yeah so that's that's i dare i say like i say we've the fact that we come home and i'm like it's 10 o'clock and we've i feel like we've been out for ages is is has been insane i think but <laughs> i've i've never once experienced that in my whole life so nice yeah nice yeah, it's, it. it's yeah what goes around and all that we just was it you either become something you there or something you hate or whatever? What's the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I grew up to be. I, I swore against garden centres, DIY, and getting up early. Let me caveat my caveat is that doesn't mean because I really have a immediate need. It's nearly actually. You know what? My one of my pet peeves is people who like have a thing. And then I like to make up a silly thing. So like some people are like, oh, oh, I just get really hung, like really angry if I'm hungry or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine because yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. Like, you know, if I don't have cake on a Wednesday, get out of my way, you know, what? it's because it's just stupid. Just go with yourself. So, but I also hate when people are like, oh, I've been up since four or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, come on, that's brilliant. Let's have a competition of like, oh, that's fantastic. Since four, you know, like, I just think that's stupid and shut up. So it doesn't, it just means you're tired earlier. It's great that you got up that early. We're so happy for you. But you're not, you've just shifted your day in either direction. Like if you were a taxi driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just. You <clears throat> I just, know what you mean. It's just day shift, night shift. And I don't and know. The, I think there's a, there's, yeah, there's definitely a kind of culture of like, sleep less hustle more and, yeah uh, early bird catches the worm i don't know it, i don't know it's a struggle I'd to get up i just, I just I, I, sucking I, the I dick cele- of the man man I, ce- <laughs> I, I celebrate sleeping more sure go, did, yeah. did a solid 10 hours last night yeah proud brilliant feel great yeah yeah exactly it's like get up early you're gonna hit 4 p.m and you're gonna be and that you're a liability to everyone. Dangerous to drive. Especially if you haven't eaten. Well, exactly. Then you'd be hangry and tired. So, it's just, 
it's just shifting. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm in, I am in bed with my eyes are closed before 9 p.m. In fact, even 9 p.m. is late considering we're up at like four or five. So I, I can't, I can't hack it later than that anymore, which is ridiculous. I, I Someone asked if I wanted to go to a show the other day. It started at 10. I said, no. <laughs> that's quite, that's quite late though. So, you know, so, but I think it doesn't, and you just live your life. It's, it's just the same. Everyone sort of sleeps for about sort of eight hours ish. And then the rest of your day just kind of shifts around depending on that. It doesn't make you better or worse. doesn't mean you've done more. doesn't mean you've done less. I agree. And that's how I think it, it, that's just, I don't, I don't think getting up. I mean, maybe there's a study. Prove me wrong. Maybe there's a study. It's just like up early. I feel like it's filed away with daylight savings. Maybe if there's some kind of <laughs> reasoning for that somewhere around there kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, Matt, what are you excited about? I am excited about, let me just bring up my notes. I am excited about a TV show. Oh, lovely. Here we go. You may have seen it advertised. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. I've never heard of that in my whole life. This is going to be even better then. Okay. <clears throat> so basically... Mm. Sounds like an anime. It's a, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a TV show based on a book. Okay from 2019 okay. by an author called Taylor Jenkins. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's actually really, I didn't realise how new it was actually, but it's um, it's been on Prime and it came out in March, so fairly recently. Okay. And finished in March. Ten, ten episodes. Okay. One season. And I'll tell you a little secret. Please. It is, it is very good. Okay. It's really, it's really good. Right. Wait, give me it's, the title one more time. Title one more time. Annie. Daisy. Daisy. Daisy Jones and, and the, six. the Six. Okay. So I kind of was a little sceptical mm. uh, because, so it's it's basically a 70s LA Laurel Canyon music thing. Right? Okay. So it's not, uh, it's because it sounds like it could be superhero, but it, it's more like Daryl and the Yardbirds kind of thing. Sure, but American, right. it's that really revered period okay. of uh, apparently loosely based on Fleetwood Mac. Okay, um, right, okay, so, okay. So, yeah. So, but it's set in like a docudrama kind of way, or fictional, obviously. Sure. Um, yeah, Fleetwood Mac, there's a, and like an eagle sound in there, but Fleetwood Mac is the mainstay kind of sound and feel sure. of the whole thing. Um It's just it's just really good. I'm reading my notes, but I'm just going to talk about it. Um, it's so there's ten episodes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of set out like uh, the track listing of a record. Okay. So each each episode comes in about cool. a certain track. It kind of charts them from being like starting out and beyond. Mm -hmm. I won't go any further than that. Uh, there's I think Alla Fleetwood Mac. There's that kind of uh, tension tension like complexities with uh love triangle. like love in love interests yeah, sure, and sure. and making music <clears throat> all this kind of thing which is part of the appeal of the music but also destructive internally sure sure um so yeah it's uh and the, the full kind of gambit of sex drugs rock and roll in not a, not in a motley crew way in more okay. in a more uh, in 70 cents 
Yeah, a bit more of the seventies, okay. like more hippie innocence. Sure. Um, right. The, like so, normally with these kind of things, the some of them are good, some of them aren't so good. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you're a musician, you're like that. They're not just not playing the right thing. Yes, and that, that can that can niggle. Yeah. Uh, this is really really good in that I believe, and I need to verify this entirely but that all the cast are musicians okay. so there's, there's not I a know, star as, as such the what sorry there's not like a star that yes there is this as, kind in, of, it's, as it's, in it's, it's, brad pitt isn't in it that's what i'm saying oh no 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 no, right, no. Right, right. so they're they're kind of uh i'd not i'd heard of one of the guys before um but actually through music fine fine um and no it's not like a well, they they might be bigger than I realise. Okay. But I didn't I wasn't familiar. Um there are a couple of I think there are a couple of recognizable actors in it, but again, I wasn't that familiar. Okay. It's so this there's a guy called Blake Mills, who I think I mentioned a few weeks Is ago. Is he something to do with Gwen Stefani? Potentially. Okay. Uh I mentioned him in the context of Alabama Shakes. Oh nice, um, yeah. Um he did that record, but he's worked with everyone seemingly. But he apparently wrote, also composed, recorded, and produced all the music for this show, cool. which is quite a feat because the music's great. And then the two lead actors sang on it nice. in real life. <clears throat> um, and which, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really, really, it's great music, basically. Very mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mackey. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, the interesting kind of—I I don't know if I explain the show in full. Do you, I don't want to give too much away. No, I, um, I, 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 it sounds. Is it is it, what's the uh, kind of framing? Is it like a HBO like show? Is that kind of the feeling? Is it modern feeling? It's yeah, I'd say so. It's modern. It's it's not a period piece. Oh, oh no, it is. It's like it feels seventies. Okay, um, okay. Like, as is it in, shot seventies like, or is it? Is it? Uh, I don't think it's shot seventies. <laughs> I think it's, it. It feels a bit more slick. Sure, um, but it's got that kind of uh, the sepia kind of tones sure, and the, sure. the right cars, the right dress. Okay. They uh, the good, the great acting, good characters, but it's like set in a. a I mentioned the docudrama thing, so it's shot. Okay, a lot of it in the seventies, but then there's like. Uh, interview segments of them older looking okay. back. Right, wow, that's cool. Um, so it's it's very very cool, and it kind of unveils itself as it goes. Um, what I found really interesting is so this came out ten ten episode format, mm-hmm. each one named after a track. They then released an album, okay, which is the album they talk about in the show. Mm was released as an album. Mm-hmm. And then each episode had like a little soundtrack release. So 10 more okay. release, releases. Yeah. Uh, of a mix. I think it's mostly original music, but the show does have um, some like Rolling Stones and stuff in it. Sure. Um, so other, other artists' music. Um, and then I was reading even more about it. And the idea of taking it live came up as an idea 
Wow, man, you know me. I'm a sucker for the cross. The, <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the mega medium. But it's like the blur. If you if you look at the soundtrack as well, like every every artist, um, given that they're all fictional, every artist is kind of you can click on the name, mm-hmm. so they're credited, even though it's a fictional. Nice. Artist. And so the whole story is like tied up. And then yeah, this it's a fictional band played by um, actors. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, they're talking about potentially doing it live, or it's an idea anyway. Okay, um, that's cool. I just thought it was very, very, very cool. And um, yeah, there's one a guy who a guy called Josh Whitehouse, who's a bass player in the show, who I know through. He has a band called More Like Trees, mm-hmm. and who I think I might have seen, or he's in another band who I definitely saw like around ten years ago. Um, and so yeah, he's now an actor. Nice. Um, so, like, yeah, real, real musicians. A lot of them are Brits, actually, playing Americans. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that period, and a lot of things set in that period. Mm-hmm. It's obviously very, very famous, but can also be very cliched and not always. You know, it's it's nice to see like an interesting new take on it, mm-hmm. um, and it's nice. That I didn't know it was based on a book until recently, so okay. that's also nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, really, really worth a watch. And the soundtrack, I think I'd listen to the music of the show once you've watched it. It'll make sure. a bit more sense. Yeah. Um, and give it a bit more, yeah, like reason. I think it's like, um, I remember when I, you know, as you do going up through the up through the ranks, I remember like when the idea of Spinal Tap was sort of told to me, I think... I had a little bit of confusion because I didn't know where the line was Mm -hmm. because then I remember seeing like, Oh no, they're a band because they were a band for a bit, but it's also a film, but they can also play and they are a band, but it is a film and it is fictional, but it isn't, but it is, but it isn't, (laughs) if you know what I mean. And I remember as a teenager finding that confusing as to like, Oh, I thought it was a, it wasn't real, <laughs> you know, like, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of like the office. Sure. And then yeah. they're like, oh yeah. Then they did a tour. And then I'm like, oh, hang on. What it? <laughs> is it? Are they, <laughs> you know, are they there playing character? Like, so I remember that being confusing for a while, uh, trying to really get my head around what that idea was. But I think that's a really cool, certainly as in they can all play their instruments. Well, it's an instant mood killer when you see someone, you know, yeah, just... it's it's nicely shot as well, though. Like it's it's really really tasteful, and um, like it it will kind of connect with bits where they're definitely playing the right thing. Sure, and then uh, might t- like tastefully move away, and you don't really it it just leaves enough there to be kind of credible, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, really so, cool. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just a really really. It's a great watch and it's a good story. Okay. Uh, it's it's enough. You finished it. Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of did that thing where you watch it really fast, and because uh, it was yeah quite addictive. Where where um, is it? Um, oh, where can you on watch Amazon it? Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Okay, and it was yes. Daisy Daisy Jones Daisy and Jones the six Daisy Jones and the six. Yes, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like a. Like a, it sounds like it could be a superhero thing or like uh, 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 the 
there's like a uh, a big thing in kind of anime of like uh i don't know i used to be a this and now i'm that kind of like kind of like titling a uh, 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 thing it'd be interesting to know what the book was like yeah it would actually yeah i might check it out but it's also interesting that the on the on the subject of the title the title sets an expectation sure which so i quite like things these days where if you wa- you start watching something you know something's going to happen mm-hmm. kind of very like from the beginning sure very early on uh you just don't know how or when. Right. And that's still, there's still some intrigue. It's, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, yeah. So you kind of get, you get the name, start watching and go, well, how's that going to happen? Sure. And then sure. it's still fun. It's still, sure. you know, the whole game isn't given away. As in, it starts off uh, and there's nine of them. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and none of them are called Daisy Jones. <laughs> exactly. 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 So yeah, it's, um, yeah, and it's the classic, like, it's that golden era, guys in a band, like that. That story never really loses its appeal. Sure. It just, it can do, it can just be a bit predictable. Sure. And this isn't, which uh, which I, yeah, really, really enjoy. Nice. And it's, it hits up some, it's up some um, kind of good themes. And I think the looking back element uh, allows it to recognise changes that have happened you know since sure if you see what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like um and how thing our viewpoints have changed again try not to give too much away sure. is it closed the series is in could there be a season two i think there could okay because the door is left open i don't know if there would be may i think i'd assume that was the book okay um but yeah, I, that, that I don't know. I haven't read into it really. Nice. How did you come across it? Classic uh, recommendations on uh, oh. uh, digital recommendations, actually. And then, um, yeah, then a friend, a, a friend mentioned it, and I went, "Oh, I started that," and they're like, "It gets really good." So okay, then I, great. Like then I dove right in. Nice. Well, speaking of the seventies. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the 70s. Speaking of the 70s, in the 70s, lots of people died in plane crashes. <laughs> oh, and, I love it. Well, I don't love that, but that's a good link. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Leonard Skinner, no. Um, so, and it actually, I didn't really mention it when I was talking about it, but it actually. It's somewhat from a true story, this concept. I, I've i been racking my brains all morning. It was kind of meant as a joke when I suggested it to you, but then it's actually a good topic and we we're like, oh, it could be good to do something, you know, seemingly dark, but also lighthearted. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember where I was, but I was by myself and I was on a plane and I was coming home. I think it might have been one time I had to drive a van up to Glasgow after a tour and then fly back down again. I think it was then, but I don't remember. I feel like it may have been somewhere more exotic because I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was. Anyway, I'm on a plane, right? And I don't know how, how long ago this was. 
maybe five years, six, seven, between five years and 20 years. And, <laughs> um, and I was on a plane and I had my iPod, which maybe helps with the date. Mm-hmm. And I had my iPod and... Did you have a newspaper with a date on it and a news story? <laughs> no, like, no, I was, that would help because I could search. Yeah, it would really, really help. Um, uh, so I was on the plane and I, I, I don't know about you, I um, I need a good six months to really catch up with anything that's happened in my life, good or bad. I'm a very slow acceptor, not acceptor, realizer of anything, which is great when the thing's happening. I'm a, I'm a good doer. Mm-hmm. But six months time, I'll have a, you know, cry and whatever. But it takes me that time to like really realize that the penny to drop as such. Um. So, and as a kid, I used to do this kind of game with myself all the time. It's quite a fun game if you're a kid out, shout out the kids out there, or if you're just an adult. Is sometimes you ever like you know, for example, I don't know why this is why. This one just came to my head, but in my parents' house, when you came through the front door, often I would come in late and the lights would be off. When you open the front door, you could kind of see straight through almost out to the garden. So there's kind of glass doors at the bottom. And we would often have like a kind of, not a searchlight, but like a floodlight that was in the garden, which is kind of a remnant of when we were actually building the 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 house but it's still there and often we leave it on when we ha- we had dogs and anyway um but that casts some interesting shadows across <laughs> the garden and what a fun game is sometimes you walk into the house and you would see like a shadow of something that you hadn't really seen before or it would cast an, an interesting shadow into the house and a fun game i would play is i would be like oh, like, oh, that is that that? Or is that a person? Or is that a this? And then an even more fun game is convince yourself it is. Like, look at it and be like, that's a person standing in your garden. It's 1am. That's a person standing. Like, just believe it. Believe it. And it's interesting. Your body will start to take on, you know, take on that thing. So maybe that's where I got it from. I don't know. But I remember doing that as a kid a lot. It was kind of fun to scare myself kind of thing and be like, what would I do if that was a person in my in my house or my garden or whatever? Um, that's so, interesting. I mean, I, never, yeah. I, I always, I always just believed it was and then shat myself. No, so, just make it, because you're in control <laughs> of the situ- yeah, situation. Say, yeah, yeah. Face it head on. This is an enormous side tangent, but on that, um, one of my favourite things is I used to watch this guy who used to like basically jump on trains and like travel around the world. Really interesting YouTube guy. Very illegal. Um, but he would just jump on like freight trains and just get in with the freight and he would end up in the middle of nowhere. And one time he was doing that across Russia. And I don't know why this always stuck to me. And uh, it's become very much a part of my daily life and the way I think. I often say it now about my son. Is um, <laughs> There was this one time where you could very much tell that he was... Like he's seemingly unshakable. Like in the sketchiest... Like imagine doing this across Russia. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's cold. Like, just, there is no real comfort. 
lots of people trying to stop you doing it. And if you did, it would be, you'd probably get in a lot of trouble. Like freight trains themselves are greasy, grimy, whatever. Unshakable, this guy. He would happily get off the freight train, climb up the highest building, get on the roof and then sit on the edge of it. Like no problems whatsoever. And I remember kind of, it would just keep getting recommended to me and I'd end up watching a bit. But I remember one time he seemingly a little bit shook in that he had to get off this train and then he was like, oh, it's really like, there are so many people here. I'm going to get seen. And he didn't really know where he was and he was in like a town. And so he was like, oh, I need to get out of the town to sleep. Like, so he was going to camp, but he was like, I'm, I'm just so in the middle of a town now. There's nowhere for me to, to, to feel safe. So he ended up like in some park that's seemingly in the middle of the town. And <laughs> I don't know why this stuck me forever, but he said, uh, I've just got into my sleeping bag and I've already uh, shouted loudly in the area to assert dominance. <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I don't know why it just has one of those things where it just stuck with me. And like, we've been out of a playground or whatever. And my son's at that age where he'll happily just go, Bleh! like, I'm like, oh, he's just asserting dominance in the area. <laughs> and but I like the idea of being scared of something and then just being like, like to just so that the whoever is in that area is at least if, like you're the mad looking one. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're trying to like out scare, out scare the scary thing. That's it. That's it. So, yeah. so I don't know why that's really stuck with me. But anyway, one time plane in there on my own. There I was. Headphones in because safety announcements are for losers, and um, and the film just they like, cut in and out all the time. I don't care if we're landing in a minute. And um, turbulence. And they're like, oh, apologise for the turbulence. And usually if they're saying, oh, we apologise, it means oh, there's going to be some pretty good turbulence. So it was, it, was, it was turbulent. Obviously, this is where my brain's like, we're going to die. You're dying. What are you going to do? And I remember listening to something so average and I was like, my brain was just like, <laughs> I am not going down Until listening that. to this. And so I just started going through the motions in my head, just like, right, this is it. You're going to die. Get a text together. What you can just, I feel like unless you don't do it, well, then when it happens, off, you might not be off, off, off airplane mode, you know, sod that. No time for that. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. We're all going down. We're all going down. And I was just like, this is it. Just for a laugh, I suppose. Just, uh, I, and I was just like, right, you know, get, get that ready in your head. Who are you going to text? How, you know, what are you, what's going to be left? What are you going down to? I was like, I'm not going to die to this. I can't remember what I was listening, but it was, at, I was in the middle of an average out or record where maybe I liked a couple of the songs and I was just kind of in the middle of the filler. And I was just like, oh, okay, I need to pick, I need to pick a song. I don't remember what I picked at the time oh. at all. I wish I did. I was trying to think about it all yeah. morning. But, and it's kind of just more of a jovial chat, I suppose. But we thought it would make for an interesting topic. The plane's going down. I don't think necessarily there's a time limit, but, you know, within... Uh, that was going to be, see, that my first thought was... Um how long is it going to take to go down? Like, could I smash out a whole album? No, um, no, one track, one track. <clears throat> a single track. Yeah. A Dream Theater track or like something a little bit more Blink-182? <sighs> I mean, okay. Let's Mars say Volta. you're, what is it, 40,000 feet? 
I don't know how long it takes to get from up to down, but <laughs> scientifically <laughs> speaking, not long. Like maybe I'd say, I'd say seven from minutes. Stud- studies have said some time. Some time. Yeah, because you think the pilot will probably try for a bit at least. You can glide with no engines. You can glide. Yeah. Um. So, and you could probably. You're assuming. You're assume, let's okay. I think for the for the simplicity of it, mm. if you're on video, this will be a riveting demonstration. <laughs> uh, my hand is the plane. Yeah. My desk desk is the floor. Yeah. Linear linear fall okay. into floor. Yeah. Carnage. Uh, Continues or continues yeah. for audio listeners. Matt place. was holding his hand as if it was some kind of puppet, uh, <laughs> a kind of ninety degree angle, and then his desk was as far away as you would expect his hand away to be from the desk. So, but we're saying just a linear, not an exponential curve. Just we're we're saying a linear curve. Let's say I would say ten minutes is your. Yeah, imagine you know, like a, uh, if imagine a roller coaster. Obviously, a roller coaster does all the twists and does turns. All the whizzies. But then when it has the like the da- the like the forty five degree down bit, sure. and everyone's like, ah! Imagine that just for an extended sure. time. And you have got noise cancelling headphones as well, so you don't have to necessarily worry about oh, wicked uh, the outside. Um, <laughs> yeah. So whilst everything <laughs> erupting in chaos, just why everyone's being overly emotional. <laughs> don't yeah. worry, guys. Shh. Calm down. <laughs> Trying to listen. Put your headphones State on. State of you. Get on. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you've not read the brief, this is we're definitely going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not actually going to die. <laughs> Man, Andrew said the game was that we're going to die at the end of this because uh, we had to choose only one song. Um. So yeah, I think it's a. It's kind of a, it's a similar scenario to the desert island one. Where if you could, I like that one, yeah. where if you could have like one song. But I think there's a different I, criteria. Oh no, totally. But I'm just I think if you have one song, that means you're there for an exter- extended amount of time. And you yeah, need to kind of need to say live like, with that song. Yeah, for one, you could say one song, one album or one artist mm. even um, on the, in the Desert Island example. But that that implies some kind of torturous situation where you're exposed to it for the rest of time Mm. Um, this is almost the opposite but it still has to be it got me thinking like it has to be (laughs) there's two ways I thought of going I was like could I go like ironic and and go (laughs) to something the last thing is something so ludicrous that it is brilliant and it's meaningless it all makes me laugh or panic smile. Would, panic would creep in, right? There would be a, yeah, would. a mild yeah, sense okay. of when it starts getting a, mile. a bit real, you might kind of just be like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm feeling mildly, mildly concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Some mild concern is creeping Guys, in. I'm feeling a little bit anxious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we just all sit and maybe hold hands and meditate? Can we just, can we uh, take a second to meditate? So yeah, but then no, I I, I have a choice. Okay. It is uh it is definitely a more appropriate to the scenario. I've taken your the task seriously. Okay. And you know, hoping hoping for an A star in my homework. Well, was there any um, before you exp- uh, maybe you can give us your choice and then explain was why, you know, maybe the relevance or or why you picked it. Was there any like was there any um you know, were you were you aware of you like okay, well, not this, not that. Is that did you have a, 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 a did you have an angle and what what were the reasons 
you know, that you... So, I, mean, I assume you have a choice as well. I do, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I had to make, I had a couple of choices and I had to whittle it down. Okay. Oh, this chili song or this chili song? Yeah, exactly. It's a tough choice, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Which album? Yeah. Um, so I tend, my brain goes in these scenarios, and I hope this is, doesn't come across as like Buzz Killington, but mm. like, I think of classical music often. Okay. So, yeah. So I thought, I just thought, what is the most like, but not, not like the hits, you know, sure. not like Dorvac's Ninth Symphony or whatever. Mm. Uh, I, if that's a real thing, I, yeah, I guess, I guess my, my pick is from a soundtrack. Okay. And I guess what you're, you, I am literally soundtracking a moment that you've given Presented. me to visualise. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, it can be anyone's so, moment. I mean, it can happen to it can happen to anyone. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. But you know, I've got a picture, and mm. then I'm like, if you were going to soundtrack, I kind of went. I mean, you could go full Hans Zimmer, and make it <laughs> make yourself <laughs> sure. really scared. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's what would happen if you actually were watching the movie. You know, it'd be appropriately scary. Sure, yeah, soundtrack of your life, yeah. Yeah, but you'd, it, they'd have this like ah, mm. dramatic music, mm-hmm. content erupts, of drums. loads of bag, bags flying everywhere, mm. and hostess uh, is screaming. Uh, but I thought, if I was just sat there, I'd want to remove myself from that chaos, angst, and terror. Sure. And so I opted for the flip of that. Uh, so something in, so beautiful that I could have a serene. Roller coaster death experience. Okay. Um, so yeah, and I actually think it's one of my f- favorite songs. I was going to say my F-ber? next question was going to be: Is it your favorite song? Well, we we already like, does we that did make that. it? Didn't do you remember when we said like our favorite song? Yeah. Ever ever ages ago. Welcome to the jungle. And I think I think. <laughs> It was not. I think I said the Pretender by Foo Fighters. And then, oh yeah, you did, oh, yeah. You did, and then you yeah, sent me the yeah, single. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I might, I might have a different choice now. I've grown and matured. Mm. Um, but I'd say that this is, oh man. But So this is from a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And this soundtrack is stunning. Okay. Uh so beautiful and it's a sound i'm just giving more clues here mm. i can tell me when tell me when to tell you okay okay uh, it's, uh, the t- it's the telly tubby soundtrack right <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> no no but um it's jurassic park no it's not it's i think nature documentaries okay have some of the best soundtracks in that they are trying to cap they're trying to complement natural beauty which mm-hmm. is unparalleled in beauty mm-hmm. so it's quite a specific kind of yeah quite a specific task i'd say um to come up with a piece of music that can be that can that can match that or try to so i'll tell you what it is it's a um <laughs> there is a soundtrack by a band called cinematic orchestra oh. and it is for i need to get the whole here uh, the whole title of the thing it's a Disney, uh, a Disney production. Mm. 
um, called, here it is. Are you ready? Yes. Show, show. <laughs> yes, still ready. Um, it's called The Crimson Wing, Mystery of the Flamingos. Never heard of it, but Cinematic Orchestra was definitely a contender. I love okay. Cinematic Orchestra. Yeah, yeah. I saw them once because they're quite, uh, some of their stuff's quite jazzy. Very. And then they've got a song called Home, which is just really yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this soundtrack, I, I, I think I watched this, I don't know if I did. I have no idea how I found okay. this. Like, literally no idea. Yeah, I've um, not heard of it. Let's say again. I've not heard of it. All the no, and actually, the, the cover is in, it's by Disney Nature, it's in French. Le Ailes Popres. And that's my French accent. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, Le Mystery des Flamants. Uh, I can't even pretend to do a French accent. I'm way too not French for that. Um, never studied it. Don't know anything about it. I can. I, can I mean, Hornby, I right? It's it's Nord, it's Nordic, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, so I, feel, I feel like being in a northernmost. You've got to be. In a, you've say. got to be an angle, right? Probably. I thought mm. they. The other thing was, if you're from the north of England, you're going to be uh, Nordic. If you're from the south, you're like French. Saxon. Yeah, because it's know. closer. Yeah. Anyway. But I mean, the currents and time of year. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, I've got zero French influence. But anyway, it's uh, if you understood what that means, it probably means the Crimson Wing, Mystery of the Flamingos. Sure. Um, brackets, original soundtrack. So it's from 2008. Okay. Um, it's actually, just looking, according to Apple Music, on the top songs, oh yeah, it's not home, it's To Build a Home. Two versions of that, are their top songs and then Arrival of the Birds from the soundtrack okay. is number three which seems to be the most popular song or, or track or piece of music on this on this record nice um, however it's not my pick my pick is a song called Transformation nice and honestly it's it's stunning the, me- the, the melody on the strings is like soaring, as you can imagine, like a bird in a nature documentary. Sure, it's it's appropriate. Soaring into the ground, exactly. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> soaring into the ground, <laughs> soaring to my death, rocketing, uh, rocking, <laughs> rocketing into the mud. <laughs> That's probably more accurate. Yeah, uh, but I'd at least be serenely. Uh, there'd okay. be some nice poetic words about my experience because I'd be there, eyes closed. You sure. know, great noise cancelling headphones it. on. Just accepting. Just, it. Uh, in a state of bliss and hopefully uh, ignorance because that equals bliss. I don't know what you can um, do. I mean, I know there's the whole, you know, cover your cover your head and legs. Oh, yeah, don't they say put your head between your knees? But I think, yeah. I mean... I probably wouldn't do that. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure there is studies on like where on the plane is more... Um, Near the wing. And if you... This is obviously a trigger warning. If you have died in a plane, obviously um, just... Sorry, we we're talking about this, but um, but yeah, also, <laughs> we are we are talking about it very lightly. But this yeah. is a theoretical scenario. But if I if I I think I think what I mean is you can't. I don't think you can do anything. You you have to just sort of accept that that's where you're going. People do survive it though. I mean, yeah, we are kind of being very jovial, but mm. on a serious note, the, people do survive. Yeah, um, and I think they do say like by the the wing is like the the main structure of the plane. Okay, so by the wing is always safe, and there's always a door on the wing. That's true. You know, you get the extra extra leg room seats, First and then out. they ask you like, 
are you all right to take responsibility for when this, if, sorry, this plane crashes? Mm -mm. And you have to say, yep, I do. Um, (laughs) I do. But yeah, so I thought um, this, yeah, this song is, it has what I might express is the greatest key change in in my in my life i'm listening <laughs> it it does this thing which is almost like it doubles down on what it was doing okay it's like oh you think you like that melody here it but, is oh, here, here it is again <laughs> but like it's like it just, it's it's i think it drops it gets okay. lower and it oh, it's just like it really digs in and nice. I don't know. I've never, I've, I don't know how, I need to read about how this soundtrack came to be and okay. like who's behind it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's as the cinematic, I mean, I prefer this to the music that they make as what I know the cinematic orchestra to do. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. is it's it, is it amazing. non-verbal? No, no, just, 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 oh, it's in, just all, instrumental. All, it's like classical music. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, it's just stunning. Stunning. And what I've always liked is that, it's about flamingos because they're a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, where I grew up in uh, flamingos. Where I grew up in North North Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. There's a place called Flamingo Land, believe it or not. Mm, okay. And uh it was a, a theme park. Uh I went a couple of times. I don't think it's a thing now, but okay. maybe that's where my love comes from. An Your early deep seated love. For that's flamingos. it. It's all ties together. All ties <laughs> there together. You go. Who'd have thought? How it? long is it? Oh yeah, that's a good. That's a, that's a key question. I'm really, you know, I didn't actually consider that as part of my. I, and I'm not gonna. I didn't, you know. I feel like that, you know, some people might be like, oh, I just listen to like three punk songs. Do you know what I mean or whatever? I feel like I feel like however long you've chosen is however long you've got. Well, I actually think this is a very fair amount of time. Five <laughs> minutes sixteen. I mean, couldn't I think ask for in more than that. Hey, you couldn't ask for. I think that's humble. That's a that's a straight up. That's a straight. That's an honest five minutes. Five minutes to death. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you got the first. You, know, you got the last sixteen seconds just to kind of engulf in flames. But um, that's true. Yeah, I think. I mean, it would be <laughs> a pretty harrowing scenario, and I think. Well, you also, to, I'm just golfing in flames. <laughs> <laughs> To golf, just one golf. I <laughs> to golfed. If you were, if you were like go, going through that, it's probably one of those moments that where every second feels like a minute type thing. So that's true. It's Unless you're a monk, it's probably quite long. Yeah. Unless you what? Unless you're a monk. Okay. Yeah, I'm assuming. I mean, we're not going down that morbid road, but obviously the front. I'm talking about the front cover of the Rage Against Machine album. Um, which isn't the most famous oh. version, but obviously those monks who did, uh, I think self-immolation, I believe, is the um, uh, term. Incredibly, right. pe- incredibly peacefully. So, you know, maybe you just, was it tran- transcending? Transcending. Transcending. I mean, yeah. apt. Fair. You know? It is, yeah. Transformation. What's it called? Transformation. Um, anyway, that's my pick. That's my pick. So, mm-hmm. Andrew, what is yours? Uh, so I'm the oh, uh, Go on, you, you explain your thought process as well, don't forget. Well, I was like, oh, you know, is it your favourite song? Is that what you would pick? Like, is it that, oh, I want to listen to my favourite song? But then 
I was also of the mind that like as time accrued, your brain or your mind certainly would be drifting maybe and be potentially distracted. And this music in reality would probably become more of a background element. And so I was like, oh, my natural disposition in any kind of sentimental times is usually mainly female artists who are great mm-hmm. and have made some of my favourite albums of all time. Just so happens that all the kind of special records to me are usually some kind of female artist. Soft, very nicely recorded, lovely vocals, sometimes foreign accent. So I was like, oh, there's that, which is kind of soft, sentimental, broody, nice. And that, if I was sad, that's where I would dwell. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, those records... I hold in a very high esteem in that I normally don't listen to them unless I'm going to listen to the whole thing. And they just so happen, I mean, again, just so happens to be, they are kind of singer songwritery female artists, but they just so happen to be though. All those records are in the kind of same ilk. And just, I really love those. I just think they're a perfect record and I won't listen to them without listening to the whole album and on the best speaker system, headphones, whatever. And normally I have under listened to them in order to keep it, keep the magic alive. Certainly Mm -hmm. because I'm a very obsessive person. I will kind of obsess and I'll pick out all the bits and because I've listened to it literally for six months only, you know, and you're just very au fait with then everything that's going on. So I like it when there's still a bit of mystery there. So a few records I've kind of put aside in my life that I'm like at a certain time when I'm inspired, I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to that record. Or like a really good moment is, is, you know, maybe you're, I don't know, you're embarking on a journey or something or I don't know, whatever, you're going on a road trip. It's a beautiful moment and you're like, oh, and you've had an epiphany in your life recently and whatever. And you're like, oh, put that record on. And it it makes the world around, you know, like you say, like a soundtrack to your life. Mm Mm-hmm. And some of those records came along at, you know, particular moments as well. So they kind of remind me of, of those things. But then I was like, ah, oh, I don't think I could give them the attention. I think that would be really hard. And then in the other hand, I was like, well, do you just want like a rager? But I was like, I mm-hmm. don't, I don't think, I think that in that situation, I think it would be jarring. I think it would maybe become annoying, distracting. So I was kind of weighing that up. And then I was thinking about there's one record, particularly one track of one record, that, for example, I would listen to all the time on tour, whenever I was driving, which is most of the time, that would I would put that record on. And that was kind of like, I would often try and DJ for the group. Nice. And kind of just like, you know, usually I'd start with the new records that I'd bought. And then, you know, other people would either take over or, or I would, you know, kind of be like, oh, you know, everyone likes this. But this record was always like a little bit of hype. 
and it always was good for like mental stimulation and getting I would get excited and it had groove and just the most incredible musicians all in a room being absolutely incredible and to my mind this is still by far their best track and album and they should definitely do more way more Um, I think I've picked it as a potential favorite track before but I felt this was perfectly in the middle and it was this fantastic journey and it covered all the bases and even though it's instrumental it's it's satisfied I think it would satisfy that itch. And I think I would feel nice listening to that. I could maybe, it would, it was, it's maybe the right kind of song that I could absorb in that moment, maybe, and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is, this is what I'm going down to kind of thing. Whereas I think maybe something more emotional could make you more emotional. Sure. And less removed from the situation. But I think maybe also like, I think my other strong choice would have been uh, Par le Septembre by uh, Camille from her album Le Fil. But, and that song ironically is about um, a plane crash. Well, finding love during the Twin Tower time. Oh, bloody hell. Um, and the kind of guilt she was feeling, like having all these lovely feelings, yet yeah, this thing had just happened. Um, n- not that that makes it, well, I would listen to it. I really love that song. Um, and it's just b- beautiful, but I think it maybe could be too much. I don't know. So I, anyway, so I've, I I I figured I would pick this, which is the curtain by Snarky Tru- Snarky Puppy and the Metropole Orchestra, which is from nice. their album Silver. And it's yeah, the the Snarky Puppy's co- uh, collaboration with the the Metropole uh, Orchestra. Orchestra. And seemingly, I think like they had something like two weeks or something to get all this together, but they just wanted to make a record together and they did. And for me, it's just by far their strongest, like just in all senses. But this particular song, The Curtain, just, it just does all the things. It's got incredible piano. It's got incredible groove. It's got the most incredible string parts. And I just used to love like listening to it and just bopping and it was just like the most, it's just everything 10 at at, at 10 universally. And, and even though it's instrumental, like it, it, you know, really moves beautifully and swells and it's got incredible melody and it's like constantly changing. And I felt like maybe that's a good middle ground record I think, I think it could be a bit less m- modest in the uh, in the time. I believe it could be even ten minutes. What's the um, name of the track? The curtain. The curtain. The curtain. It is. Oh, shh. YouTube. Don't hear. Fifteen minutes long. So that's a oh. that's a fat. That's a fat. So- Plummet. <laughs> that's a leisurely cruise. That's a leisurely. That's enough time to really let that anxiety sink in. Um, but it it just goes all around the houses. Obviously, some of the most you got 
some of the most incredible players in the world mm-hmm. at their very best, the most incredible orchestra. I love everything they do. I've checked out their, a lot of their stuff since then. They collaborate with loads of artists all the time. And it's, but yeah, just that whole album is, is just so magical for me. I've always, always loved it. And I just think, yeah, that, that they, it's like the best use of every, all of your talent and all of your theory and all of your knowledge and experience. For me, that was just the best use of everyone's time. There was nothing better that anyone could have been doing or added anything better or work. It was just perfect. Such an amazing track and full of groove and colour and life and just incredible piano playing by Bill Lawrence. Corey Henry and yeah just incredible incredible drumming everything 20 out of 10 so I felt like it's not maybe my favorite song but I was like it's like one of my favorite pieces of music and it feels like I could give it attention and it kind of does enough that it has life I feel like all my favorite songs are quite down tempo like Mm -hmm. favorite songs as in most sentimental songs are quite down tempo lovely vocals lovely kind of minimal type thing and I was like I don't think I don't think I could give that the attention that it I'd want to give it and maybe it would just it would be too much maybe Mm -hmm. I'd lose composure um so I felt like this would be like a perfect little sort of medium medium ground maybe in that Nice. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes long as well. It's like a yeah, full on experience. I, I don't know the song. I've seen them before. Um, oh, maybe you heard it. Uh, yeah, I think I might have done. So I might, them. yeah, I'll check it out again though. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, you'd love it. Obviously, Bill Lawrence, if you've not, if you've not, um, if you've not been down there, absolutely incredible. And there's a whole section. It's just the most beautiful arrangement of the melody. And like kind of modulation, just this whole moment of just piano. And it's just, it's so cool. The video, there's a video, they did it live. And again, also is live. Let's just say as well, is live, live, live. Like for like the first time ever, live in front of people. That's what you're listening to on the record, live. Everything live, they learned it like a week ago, live. Live record, you're listening to them playing that live it's maybe like take one or two all those people they're unbelievable that's and they learn those songs like on the day i seem to remember the drummer was learning them on the flight there so like stupid and also there's so one of the jokes just when you listen to that song is there are so many points where the track just kind of builds down to nothing. And my joke is always, whenever it's on and we were like touring, the bit would like close down to nothing and I'd go, because <laughs> <laughs> there'd always nice. like another bit would like come in and I was like, there, all the money, all the experience. And there's an audience there obviously with like headphones on. And I was just like, it would just take one of you. Like they must have someone <laughs> Who's like and now you know like because it, sure, they're yeah. literally well, well, there's a big applause sign yeah on the, on, yeah like they're in there with the musicians as well there's a, a, a I'll find the YouTube video but it is of of that song and yeah just just the best of the best of the best of the best and I feel like oh going out to that glory would just be would just I feel like couldn't ask for much more could not ask for much more fair pick fair pick well. 
Speaking of glory. You, speaking of glory, <laughs> new music. Yeah. Well, I was just going to recommend that you listen to this uh, cinematic orchestra soundtrack. Oh, sure. Um, particularly Transformation. But okay. also, if you get to watch the Daisy Jones series, listen to that soundtrack. No. Is it is it named by the episode? How would you find it? You just have to look for I'll it. I'll tell you how you'd find it, because it actually has a name, and it looks like a proper album on okay. like streaming stuff. Uh, let me find it for you. Actually, I forgot to say something that's quite interesting. It's called Aurora. Okay. By Daisy Jones and the Six. Uh, I forgot Ooh. to say that they. it was that Blake guy, Blake Mills, mm. um, and the vocals by the two main actors. But uh, they some additional collaborations with Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jackson Brown and our very own Phoebe Bridges. Oh, lovely. Oh, so, maybe that's I, where... I've seen the name, so I, I felt like I, I... I felt like I... Maybe I'm confusing him with someone else. But I feel like I've heard the name, definitely. Uh, definitely yeah. some kind of credit. But I feel like something to do with... I don't know, maybe the husband of Gwen Stefani. I think maybe I'm thinking of... I don't know. Maybe you're confused. The husband maybe of I Gwen have. Stefani is the dude, Gavin Rostow of Bush, I think. No, not anymore. I'm afraid to break oh, it to you. Oh, really? Yeah. I, used to like I mean, Bush. a long time ago. I think she's. I think she. I think. I think he was a country guy. I think that, that she married since then. Oh, fair. I think so. That's a, as if we're talking about Gwen Stefani's uh, love life. This is a new. This a is. New, this is it. This is tabloids it. are us. That's it. <laughs> so, new music wise, Andrew. Oh yeah. What do you think? Um, uh, I have. I think I've maybe mentioned her before, um, but. There is a brand new album coming out from an artist from uh, Iceland called JFDR. Um, you have mentioned her before. And yeah, I came across her really randomly when I first moved here and I literally just went through the Iceland Airwaves uh, lineup and just Googled them and um, I really liked her music and then kind of met her, or mainly her now husband a little bit friendly with him and um i just think they do their production and and the way that they write things is super cool and it's always really inspiring and kind of like ole uh, oliver arnold's uh, the like kind of just like a contract of care in that you know that those textures and and the the way things were recorded were just with all the best intent and like just so organically made and Josh um, who kind of helped produce some of this record he uh, he's just a modular wizard but it's so organic and just free and they're really inventive and, and whenever she releases a record I was really just like being inspired in that sense and, and kind of just it's, it's a really good uh, example in learning to like in A being like spending your time to be really really good at something and then letting go and like record something that is not perfectly on the grid and whatever and because they're the the kind of textures and everything are just super cool and overlapping and just really natural but but just a brilliant sense of time as well and and they just kind of they've really um you know they've really really crafted those sounds to just shine um nice. so yeah yeah new album called museum um, um, I think it's out now. 
but there's a few singles out already and a few videos. So I heartily recommend that. Fantastic. Cool. Well, there you go. That's That's us. We're dead. Let us know who, what, what's your favorite? Well, not what's your pick, you know, that you're, you're heading towards mother earth. What is, what's your pick? What's your, uh, what's your, do you have any, uh, you know, stipulations? Do you have any, uh, areas that you, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've allowed for, do you, what, what informed your, informed your pick? Um, uh, let us know in the comments and the, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we'll read them and Brilliant. maybe ignore them. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Thank you for listening. And, uh, you can find us or you can join the discord and uh, let us know on there directly. And yeah. thank, thanks to our Patreons as well for all the love they give us thank and you. supporting this episode. This was us and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, everyone.